Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm okay. Okay. Just got home from lunch. We had a late, late lunch. How late? What's late? Uh, well, we started at 3.30, and now it's 5.30. Oh, fun. Yeah, because it's been so hot. Everybody's, like, living, like, three hours later than even, even an hour later than in Spain, the usual Spanish time. Because it gets cooler later? Well, it doesn't get cold till like, midnight. <laughs> yeah. So, so everybody wants so to. So effing hot here, too. Yeah. Although right now it's fine. I'm outside. Oh, good. <sighs> what else is going on? Um, not much else. Hmm? On Friday. You had it was like the. Day. Yeah, and it was like the polar opposite of that guy who told me that he loved me. <laughs> oh, good. This guy didn't love yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he hated me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Much better. I, he liked me, just he just like had more, you know, I feel like he had more agency and more uh, like grounding in what he wants and awareness of himself and stuff. So, how do these dates occur? Uh, like an online app. I and then. You like you you chat with people on this app, and then you and then you make plans to meet up. Okay, so you, how do you vet uh, vet them? Vet, vet them? Are you just meet uh, in public places? No, yeah, no. There's <laughs> so basically the way the app works is like you have to like put a few photos, and then you also have to like answer a few questions. Like they have a few prompts, and the prompts are kind of stupid, but I don't know. The way that I vet people is like. If they have at least one funny thing, um, and if they look like decently normal, and they don't say something really stupid, and then I'll message them, and then if the conversation is like quick and witty, then I'll suggest to meet. Okay. But uh, but there's a lot of duds. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, not to mention. I, I guess it's not really like dangerous or something because you get no, it's not dangerous. Yeah. You can tell like also like the people on this app are like they, it attracts you know people who are you know normal. I think. How do you know that? What makes you think that? Uh, just from just from experience so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, there's not it's not like a t- it's not like guys being like show me your you know. Right. Show me your tits and like, yeah, it's like, it's not like, uh, it doesn't feel like a spammy or internet-y. It feels like these are real people who are trying to meet, yeah. m- meet, Other meet women people. and men. Yeah. 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 I guess for the most part, that's, that's just the way life is. Yeah. Most, mostly everybody is just normal. And yeah. I mean, like normal is, is, is a baseline of just like, I don't want to have a bad experience. Right. Uh, and then it's like, you know, do we actually get along? Right. And will you not tell me that you love me on the second date? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't think we ever have a date, ever had a date, but I love you. I love you too. So. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. 
I told the guy that I was on a date with that you about like that I asked you why did you have kids <laughs> um, because it came up with the whole Ricky Gervais thing uh-huh. and I, I like kind of forgot what you said you're like it, you know it's fun to like make something and then you can talk to it I think is what you said <laughs> is that what you said that's something like that that would sound like something I would say yeah yeah I don't remember the conversation but if I had to say what I have said that I would say yeah I would have said that that sounds like about right but the overall thing is like you didn't really decide or you did decide oh well you know um with with guys uh, a, yeah a definitely I decided that I wanted to have a family um, yeah and you know that that's felt like a really fun thing and you know I I, it, I always thought it it would be, you know, I mean, my problem is I grew up too much on TV shows uh-huh. and like ideal families and, you know, wanting that because I didn't have it because obviously nobody has it. But yeah, you don't know that when you're a kid and when you're yeah. growing up. So, so, you know, to some extent, I romanticized the whole idea of what it would be like to have a family and kept thinking that, OK, well, to the extent that didn't exist in our family, that was just something I could fix. You know, and then you, yeah. you know, and then of course you have it and life sets in and everything gets fucked up and it's not the way you want. And, you know, so it never works out. And the things you, you know, both in terms of how things work out with your spouse and then how things work out with your kids and what your kids are interested in and, you know, all of that stuff, we, you know, it's like Mel has no interest in doing anything with me. <laughs> you know, by definition, right, now. right? By definition, now. there's nothing I can do, nothing I can say <laughs> that would make her interested in it. You know, and that's a big disappointment. And and I go, okay, well, I'll just wait. And, you know, it'll happen. And you know, but then life moves on. And you know, so it's it's. Uh, but but all that said, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it differently. I would never not yeah. have kids. And it's it is wonderful to have the experience of like watching this little person turn into a person, you know, from the, yeah, I think that's what you said. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. You know, you know, this thing comes out, it's kind of a blob. And even there, when it comes out, it's not really a blob. (laughs) It has like personality right from the get go. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of a kid. Especially if you're Alex. Yeah, certainly Alex, but you too. I mean, you were definitely, uh, different you know right from the beginning it was like oh wait this is not alex yeah and and, um so you know and independent of even how you were socialized in the family Mm -hmm. just just at the very first month or two months or three months of life you could see it so um you know is it true that mel doesn't like to do anything with you it's if whenever we're on vacation together it seems like she likes you and wants to do stuff she likes us but she definitely doesn't want to be with us no okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean under under very certain circumstances like she wants to go on a vacation where we go to some place then she wants to be with us yeah um but as far as being in the house and like you know like today we said okay sylvia and i like you know we woke up really late because we were working really hot i'm just kidding (laughs) because what 
because it's hot. I don't know. <laughs> hot is definitely a factor. I just and like that as, a, as the idea of waking up late. We wake yes. up late because it's hot. <laughs> Basically, it's true. That's sort of what's going okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, we're like plugged in because we're, you know, got the pizzeria, so we have to service clients and sort of yeah. we're like connected to their time frequency thing. But that's just <laughs> generally what's going on. But anyway, so we were all, you know, it was a late night. I didn't think we all got to bed till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mel, Mel, you know, we wake up at around 1030 ish and Mel wakes up, you know, at one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and Sylvie says, hey, let's go get a couscous, you know, this place that we like to go to. Ooh, yeah. fun. And so, you know, we try to get Mel to come. She she says she'll come only if Mammy comes. Okay, because Mammy's fun or what? No idea what the lot. And, and, you know, so we call Sylvie's mom and it's way too late for her. She's already eaten and she doesn't want to go. <laughs> so then Mel doesn't want to go. And we're like, but it's fun. You like couscous. So we'll go out. Now I don't want to go. Like, what are you going to eat? No, that's not an issue. She, you know, she doesn't plan that far in advance. That's Got like, it. You know, about, <laughs> after we're there for an hour, she says, hey, can you bring me home some couscous? And we're like, No. <laughs> We're going to eat it all. <laughs> we're going to bring you home punishment. Um, no. It is. It, I'm not going to order a whole couscous for her. No, I know. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's just, just the way she thinks. You know, the 14-year-old logic is is just different. Really good. They don't, yeah. They don't really think past whatever is right in front of them at that mm-hmm. moment. And... Um, you know, as much as you try to go, well, can, ima- can you imagine this scenario? Or can you imagine that? Like, she'll go, well, I'm not hungry. You know, and we'll go, but you're going well, to be you, hungry. You're going to be hungry, yeah. Soon. So, well, you know, why don't we, like, plan around that time? <laughs> that you're going to be hungry. No, I'm not hungry. You know, and then a half hour goes by and she goes, there's no fucking food here. I have no food. <laughs> I mean, literally, what, two days ago, so we went off to work. Um, I said, okay, I'm going to go to Aldi, which is our local supermarket, uh-huh. and I'm going to buy some food. This was around maybe, I don't know, an hour before lunch, something like that. So I said, so Mel, I'm going to get this, 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 and this. What do you want? What kind of food would you like me mm-hmm. to get? I can get anything you want. So she, oh, nice. mentioned, she, she mentions two things that she wants. Okay, I said, there's nothing else you want? You sure? No. Just give me lots of snack food, like things to snack on. Uh-huh. Like, like, for example, well, you know, like potato chips and things like that. And I, and I go, what else? Well, avocado, and she needed some milk. And I said, okay, any other kind of, like, lunch food or anything? No, 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 I don't want anything. I come home. 45 minutes later, I'm making myself some lunch. She comes up to have lunch, and she goes... So, uh, and she opens What's for table. lunch? She goes, what's for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, well, I'm making myself a salad. She goes, yeah, I don't want a salad. Uh, well, there's no food. And I go, I just fucking went shopping. Okay. <laughs> Look at all these different things that I brought for you. And she goes, yeah, this is all junk snack food. <laughs> I swear to God. You need to anticipate her needs, father. So I said, you asked me to <laughs> buy you junk snack food yeah but i don't want that now <laughs> so i'm like okay so i said i bought us a, a couple steaks for dinner you want you want me to cook you a steak for lunch she goes no i don't want a steak 
didn't you get any chicken? She says. I said, didn't you no, get any I chicken? I didn't get any chicken. As a matter of fact, we have like 20 kilos of chicken in the freezer. Okay? If you want, we can defrost it, but it's going to take a little while, and then we'll be right back. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. like classic milk. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, like, you know, millennials in that are my age, even. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I mean, like, at Burning Man, I, I have to, like, plan a lot of it. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a good, like, 10% of the people who are like that. And it's not that bad, but it's, like, it's just, like, this idea that, you know, um they're not thinking like oh who's gonna who's gonna cook your meal for you or like like who's gonna pump the like like they're not thinking of all the things that go into like living we're the grown-ups right like yeah like like do you not know that like all of these things need to be done and like you need to do something (laughs) well you know there's there's a there's a big body of thought in in my generation the baby boom generation you know that we became these uh what do they call them like helicopter parents or something or yeah yeah there's a term for them for that like you know hovering over their kids yeah hover parents helicopter parents yeah yeah something like that and that oh shut up my apple watch uh my (laughs) apple watch decided to start talking to me siri is very aggressive lately yes very it's like i no, I didn't even. She really think. is feeling left out. <laughs> and she's useless. If I try to bring her in, she's like. She's absolutely oh, useless. It's it's incredible. I know. Apple took this amazing program that was like state of the art six, seven years ago and has turned it into something that is a piece like of shit. obsolete bullshit annoyance. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, this hover parent thing, I think to a large extent, produced a lot of kids who... Yeah, they're terrible. Because of that, have <laughs> no idea how to function because they never had to function. You know, they didn't have the requirement yeah. of, like, being left on their own to, to fend for themselves. So, yeah, I feel like I almost turned into that, and then and then I was saved <laughs> by you well, and you were, Sylvie. Yeah, well, you were saved just by having, you know... Struggles, yeah. Right, you know calling me at two in the morning being thrown on the freeway and me saying, no, go get home yourself. And then my yeah. mother calling me going, what kind of father are you? You know. I mean, that's not exactly accurate, but yeah, more or less. Yeah. You're much, you're not, you're not that, uh, you weren't that bad. I was trying to, well, I mean, the situation obviously helped create that problem, but. No, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, um, so yeah, so Mel is. Better. I mean, she she's very. In the end, she fenced for herself really well, and she's learned how to play us. You know, play Sylvie in particular. Yeah. You know, Sylvie like screams and yells, and Mel knows it's all bark and no bite, and mm-hmm. then rides it all out, and then goes, you know, and then tries to get Sylvie to concede something. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, in the end, often she wins and gets her way. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Say lovey. It's okay. Do you want to talk about the episode? Sure. Sure, he says. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I thought he was. What was that? Was there any interesting parts for you at all? 
Yeah, he's I just mean, saying he's just saying that uh, people are inherently not bad. <laughs> what? Oh, you mean, what was the point of the episode? Yeah, I mean that, that that we that we celebrate Independence Day incorrectly. Yeah, he was doing the whole thing that, in fact, that that it was. We all need about, a new story. It was about the mafia that the you know it's all gangsters, and the American dream is uh, about you know overcoming whatever. You know, I don't know. I thought he was really interesting. You know, he, he, yeah, he had the one angle that he wanted to say that the Tea Party was really about. Um, you know, that the smugglers were not happy that they were going to get competed against, which he kind of portrayed as if he was discovering that. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty well known. I mean, it's not taught in, in elementary school history of the, of the, you know, the history of the U.S., but it's fairly well known in any, you know, high school or college level history class that, yeah, these guys were smugglers and that, you know, but that the bottom line was that the on the specifics of it was that the British government was giving a monopoly to the East India Company in, and basically cutting out all of the colonial distributors, merchants, etc., because they were trying to protect the East India Company. And, yeah. you know, so does that make them gangsters? Well, yeah, I guess in a way, you know, they were smugglers. So they were, you know. Not... Oh, you thought that part was reaching? No, no, that, 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 that he, what was reaching was it, what he was trying to, he, I think he thought that he was like giving us this big revelation. Okay. A. Yeah. Which probably is true for a large, you know, many. For some people. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody really thinks about the Boston Tea Party. And certainly the 4th of July is not the celebration of the Boston Tea Party. It's the celebration <laughs> of the Declaration of Independence, which took place three years later. So he's, he's drawing a lot of connections, right? He's drawing, he's like saying that that came directly out of the Boston Tea Party. And that was a consequence of that, which is a very simplified version you know, of, our, of our history. Okay, it's kind of I mean, it's kind of I mean, yeah. And like a lot of people don't even know the, you know, the most simplified version of our history. Right. Already. And they're just like, woo, America. Right. Which is right. Which is exactly you know, so so he went. You know, he starts with this. You know, it was. I don't know. I I thought he was pulling things. Yeah, it was weird. I I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't super thrilled the entire time. He started with this whole tea guy, and this whole <laughs> tea yeah. guru thing. I thought it was going to be about tea, and maybe about whether what <laughs> being a snob means, and you know. What, oh my what god! Is... I would love for him to talk about what being a snob means. Yeah, you know, because he he knows that he's kind of snobby. Oh, he is. He's, he's very yeah. prissy. And oh my God! Did you hear his the, the Quip ad? Yes. Oh God! Yeah. His yeah. ads are are borderline like embarrassing. Yeah, they're very <laughs> obnoxious. The one he did, I don't know if you heard the prior season, the Dunkin' Donuts one. Oh my God, the Dunkin' Donuts oh. one is so ridiculous. Yeah, he starts. I think with... we could just talk about the ads, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Let's critique the ads. It's like Malcolm. Okay. And, okay, the thing that bothers me the most is that you think it's part of the episode. Because he's, like, he's, like, talking about the guy who had to throw all of his belongings in a handkerchief and put it on his back. And you're, like, okay, this kind of sounds like it's part of the episode. And you're, like, well, what about Crib? And it's, like, what? Yeah, well, you know, that's, like. I know that that's that's the point, uh, but. 
like right. if you most most people who not most people but right. there are a lot of good good people who they try to make it very very clear that this is separate like this is right. the ad so that you like right. you're not being fooled right so anyway yeah it was it reminds me of an old, old, old TV show called a Mutual of Omaha, Mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom, I think was the name of the, the, the show. And the show was this cool animal nature thing with these guys, you know, before reality TV, these guys would go out and they would like, you know, do a whole show on the wild buffalo or the wild, you know, or this. And they would like go out into the countryside and. It was kind of like the you know Wild West deal and all that kind of thing. And yeah, it's called Wild it Kingdom. Clearly, yeah, I'm looking it up. I think it was called. I think it was called Wild Kingdom, and it was and and two thousand two. Oh wait, two thousand two? Are you kidding me? Okay, like, well then they did a reboot. Yeah, it's from the sixties. Okay, yeah, there's there's um, a there's a clip from the sixties, and then they did a reboot. Yeah, so it was called Mutual of Omaha. Yeah, six sixty three. Yeah. So Mutual of Omaha was the sponsor. Uh-huh. In those days, the sponsors off the bank. It was like one. It was one company that sponsored a For show insurance. in those days, and and there was an insurance company. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so they would anyway. My point of all this was that they would do this like episode of like the lion cub and the lion, and then all of a sudden they go, just like the mother lion needs to take care of her cubs. Oh boy. So you need to protect your family with Mutual of Omaha insurance policies, you know, and it was so badly done, the segue, that it was hilarious. You know, you kind of just would giggle, you know, and they would, but they would always like try really hard to make sure there was like a connection between the show and the ad. Like they So were maybe gonna, like, what, maybe what Malcolm is doing is he's returning to the old days of ads where it just sort of slips right in. <laughs> It could be, you know. It could if he's be, doing like, like a, nod, a nod, yeah, a nod to that, that yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, I doubt it, but we, <laughs> we'd have to ask him. We'd have to like interview him on this and like hold him to the fire and go, okay, is this what you're thinking? Yeah. Or do you just yeah. think you're inventing this new way of segueing in because it doesn't work? Um, so, yeah. So anyway, so, my, you know, the, the, going back to the, to the show, you know, it starts with this whole tea thing and, you know, okay. And then that's like, what's the reason for that? Oh, it's because it's the Boston Tea Party. And he's trying to make some sort of like humanization of tea by drinking tea. Yeah, like, like why was, okay, so he's trying to like say that for them in those days, tea was really important to them. But okay, does it really connect, right? The tea snobbery about this tea or that tea. Yeah, it's kind of a stretch of an opener. But, and then you, Okay, so now you're in the Boston Tea Party, and we're supposed to like be interested in that because that has something to do with the American Revolution. Yes, it does, but kind of very indirectly. And then he, okay, so then he tells, I don't know, the most interesting thing was him talking about the fact Mob that. Life? No, no, not even that. Oh. Uh, that, that, uh, that, okay, Hamilton and these guys were smugglers. Oh, yeah. Um, so that essentially they were protecting their turf, but then, and then he goes in and starts telling the story of the guy who did the mob life. I don't know. I forget his name now. This interesting other character who had alligators in his house. Uh-huh, yeah. And he, he goes off on a side tangent about that guy, 
that you think is going to be interesting. But then the whole point of talking about that guy is because he ended up doing a book about the mobster being very ordinary. And so then he makes the connection that (laughs) these ordinary mobsters are the same as the American founder mobsters. And so that's really what the American dream is. Yeah, honestly, I thought I was listening to like three different episodes. Yeah, and none of them, I don't know. In the end, I was like, you know, dude, you're a Canadian, and you shouldn't fucking talk about our history at all. Just, Whoa! Just shut up. Just shut the he fuck up. He has before. In season, in season two, he did a lot. But do it great. Do it well. You know, I mean, yeah, he, he I mean, has done it well before, but yeah, he right. didn't do it well this time. So, the civil rights stuff was very interesting and really well done, and it was, you know, he... he he brought all the pieces together, and it was, it, you know, it was a lot about um, the complexity of, you know, making making good decisions that turn it maybe not into the result that you wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that was about that. I thought consequences, you know, Brown versus the Board of Education, and that the way they played it out was, you know, to basically maintain the status quo rather than. Yeah, know, there's an interesting episode of of uh, Radio Lab about. Um about the IQ test that has a similar um, tone of that, if you're interested. Oh, okay. It's like, it's yeah. about how they banned, they banned the IQ test for black kids in California in, I don't know, the 70s, because uh-huh. they thought that there was uh, a bias, and and it ended up being, like, fairly problematic, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, those are those are kind of interesting things. So, yeah, I, I was disappointed with the episode. All right, you know, well, it sucked. So the next one, hopefully, will be better. Yeah. Well, I mean, did you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I I listened to it in like maybe three different like or, like I kept pausing it and playing it just because of like what I was doing, and I like for I like looked at my phone at some points because I like thought it was a different episode. Um, individually like what he was talking about was interesting but on the whole i didn't have like a revelation no you know so yeah it didn't yeah i mean and and you know as far as storytelling i mean it's it's really good you know the way they do the reporting and they interview people and he's able to obviously get anybody he wants to be on a show yeah. um but uh um, sometimes sometimes he's you know and even there you know sometimes his his um interplay with the person is pretty interesting and funny sometimes it's a little dead you know or it's fawning or whatever and um so yeah this one just didn't work for me um what would you most want him to do a a story on or like have you thought about any stories that you think he should do um no no (laughs) i mean you know part of the fun of it is it's stuff that I ne- don't necessarily think thinking about, mm-hmm. and then he kind of draws you into it. Like, I think it was him who did that whole sequence about um, about lying or what does that mean and memory. Yep. And Brian Williams with the with the uh, Mike with uh, Larry Adler, the harmonica guy, and the and the German um, spy from Brian Williams. Remember that one? Huh? And Brian Williams. Brian Williams? Who was Brian Williams? The anchor guy who said that he... Oh, right. That was the next episode. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's so about, it's... Fr- yeah, free Brian Williams, basically. 
Right, three Brian Williams, which and the one before it led up to it. The whole I, I thought that was fascinating. It was like interesting storytelling and characters you never heard of, and you know, or you heard of them, but now he's like going into really interesting stories about them. So yeah, I mean, part of what I get out of Malcolm Gladwell is that he kind of brings up something that you really don't think about or think about in a different way. And, and he obviously tried to do that here. He's like thinking Americans think of the 4th of July or the Boston Tea Party in a particular way. And I'm going to like take it from a whole different angle and like shake up your thinking about it. And that's what he does. You know, it's not you wouldn't normally think about something and and he kind of comes at it a different way. And and so that's part of the fun of it. I think in this case, he was he wanted a theme. Yeah. And the 4th of July was the theme. Yeah. And so then he had to like fit the story around the theme. Yeah. As opposed to just finding, you know, stumbling across something that's intriguing and then him exploring it and then turns into something really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the the you know, so I think by definition for me. The kind of stuff I like from him is not stuff I would recommend he do, because because if I if I recommend he does it, that means I already kind of like have an idea about it. And part of the fun of, of his shows are that you're not thinking about that stuff. And he kind of like tells, takes you on this wild story, which is kind of cool, you know, and, and that's the freshness of it. I think that's really fun. You know, like even the, what was the one, the, 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 the big short guy, um, his podcast um, that you had me listen to, you recommended. Oh, Michael Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Lewis. Yeah. So, you know, he's got this theme, right? he got this what? He has this theme for the oh, show, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. About fairness and the referee. Mm -hmm. And... You know, the result of that is it's kind of after a while, it's kind of like, OK, yeah, we get it. You know, um, at least that's how I felt. It was like, yeah, OK, oh. now you're going to give me another story. Of I where, liked it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of got like, OK, this is tiring. I'm getting tired of this. It sounds like you're whining now. Mm. And um, uh, and so, uh, you know, what generally Malcolm shows are is like, I have no idea what to expect, right? It's like, wow, this is going to be, other than he's like going to find something that he thinks is either misunderstood or forgotten, and he's going to like bring it to the light. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so I can't recommend anything, therefore. Yeah, all right. Which leads me to my own podcast. I, I kind of went full circle, and I've been thinking, you know what? I'm just going to do shorter versions of the stories just about Spain and like my perception of like Spain and what's Spain about and what's it like to see Spain as an American and then leave the other stuff out of it, at least for my part of it. OK, because, you know, otherwise it's like either either way past what we could possibly mm -hmm. do or what I could do. Or, you know, because then it's like involving yeah. interviewing yeah, people. Yeah, and then it gets, it gets high maintenance and we don't have time for that. Well, we, we're not, not capable of it and I'm not like an interviewer and I'm not a reporter. Right. Uh, so I'm just going to do my little, but I, I mean, I see, I saw right away from what you, what you were saying and from listening to it, like, okay, I can really, I, sh I should like script this better. Well, yeah, so one, then, so the thing that I, yeah, well, I, like the notes that I gave you were just like, like, you know, there are some interesting moments happening here, but what's the point for the listener? 
and right. like you know you know i felt like okay if this is a guide for someone who's actually wanting to do this then it, we might want to be more specific but that's not very fun and then if it, and right. then if it's just like you know your your take on it then yeah like setting it up and then and then and then yeah script and then scripting some like scripting the setup and then sort of doing some commentary on it right um yeah 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 i mean i could i could start it like going you know have you ever have you ever found yourself in a situation that just seems so incredibly ridiculous that that you don't understand how you got to this you know how is this possible um, another yeah so and another really great thing about doing that is like there's the voice message uh function so if for whatever reason like people i mean if, if it got to that point i'm saying if people wanted to say like oh my god i've experienced that or some you you share your unbelievably ridiculous uh situation yeah. with me and and then maybe i'll i'll you know put it on the episode or put it on an episode yeah I, I think that's, I like that. That's funny. Yeah. So, or, you know, and other things can just be crazy observations about just, you know, being able to look at one culture from another culture and one world from another world, one set of politics from, I mean, I might even go back and, and say, you know, here I am in Spain and this is what's going on in America, you know, and what is this? Make sense? <laughs> you know, and, and just do it from, you know, someone who's sort of, lost between two worlds and yeah. just seeing things for what they are. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, who knows if it's anything. All right. But well, I'll, let me know if you want any more feedback or anything. Yeah, well, I'll just record them and send them. Okay. And you decide if you want to edit them or make them into something. Okay. But I don't think, you know, if I send you voice recordings, you can't really put it in this podcast. You can't. Anchor doesn't let you upload. Yes, they do. Uh, they do? Upload recordings, yeah. Recordings made from other places? Yeah. Oh, not on the app, then maybe on the website. On desktop? Okay, maybe on the desktop. Yeah. They definitely okay. do, yep. All right, then I'll just do it that way. Okay. All right, is Grandma gone? She went to back to LA? No, she leaves on Tuesday morning. Oh, okay. I'll give her a call. Okay. Maybe. All right, baby. I love you. I love you, too. It was fun. Okay, we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye.